0: Hi Kevin, Property Soldier here. This episode, if you like, is my service accommodation predictions for 2021. What do I see happening in the world of service accommodation for 2021? And I've got eight points to cover. Okay, so my eight predictions for 2021 when it comes to serviced accommodation. First point then, I'm going to come to, and that is the good old contractor or the corporate bookings. Now then, what we have seen throughout the summer is quite a big behavioral shift when it comes to corporates and contractors. And we have acquired an awful lot more. Uh, So Happy New Year. So yeah, absolutely. Faisal should have said that earlier on. Happy New Year to you all we've noticed an awful lot more contractor bookings over the over the course of 2020 more so leaning more towards the contractor bookings rather than the normal ledger type bookings that an awful lot of sa operators uh, have become used to and so absolutely there my prediction for 2021 is that that is going to uh, continue but even more so the contractor bookings, because what we it's inevitable that there is now a behavioural shift, because an awful lot of the contractors, they had never stayed in SA before, but they were forced to quite often the hotels were shut. And so they were forced to, uh, you know, with the key workers, etc. And the, the feedback that we were getting from them is that they would definitely look to stay in SA first, in future, because what's not to like you get your own lounge your own kitchen and the run of the the whole place for yourself and so absolutely there will be more customers for SA because there are now more people that have experienced the benefits of SA over a, a hotel so that's really cool so we're going to see that coming back and don't forget we're still getting even during lockdowns we're still getting lots of corporate bookings now traditionally you know, January February are quite quiet and so you know Yes, quieter than a normal scenario, but we are still ticking over and we're still making a profit. And the benefits of going after the corporates as well, again, corporate booking is they stay longer. So you've got a lot less voids to worry about. So I predict that um, the corporate market is going to come back even stronger for 2021. Now, what I do um, know is happening and will be happening is that, you're going to not going to be able to cram as many corporates or trades into the same property because they are enjoying the social distancing aspect themselves more now. And so quite a lot of the corporates are wanting their own bedrooms, okay, as you would imagine. And so you're going to get less capacity in your essays with uh, corporates okay and in fact with leisure as well but less capacity so remember you might have a a property that sleeps six it's got three bedrooms let's say but you're more likely moving forward to be getting one person per bedroom okay so less capacity so remember difference between occupancy and capacity now what I see happening there, so a lot of people were thinking, well, that's that's obviously going to have a knock-on effect, and and you're going to earn less money. Well, the the other scenario to consider is that there's going to therefore be less essays available, isn't there? If if uh, those six people that would ordinarily all pile into one property are going to be spreading themselves out over two properties, especially when the company is paying the accommodation costs, so. What that's going to do is going to drive up demand for SA. And when there's more demand for something, then the price of that thing goes up, doesn't it? So, you know, with every negative, there's, you know, reaction reactions equal opposite reaction. And so that is how I see it panning out in terms of the extra or the less capacity increasing the floor rate or the night rate, if you like, or the per person per night rate, whichever way you want to think about it. So, that, so yeah, some positives, some negatives to consider there. Okay, so let's move over into leisure. Now, leisure stays, again, they, they're providing really good social distancing. And so, yes, you're going to perhaps get less capacity but there's exactly the same scenario it's going to drive up demand and we again have seen a behavioral shift in terms of our leisure stays so the staycation boom it really did boom in the summer okay you know something like a 400 percent increase in staycation type um, bookings and so What's going to happen for 2021, in my opinion, is they are going to come back even bigger in 2021, because, again, there are lots more customers who previously had not done a staycation. They had not stayed in service accommodation before. They had always travelled abroad to go on their holidays. So that's going to help the situation. And so absolutely, that is going to uh, fuel the the, um, the leisure guests, the the boom in staycations and people that hadn't previously done a staycation in SA. So they're going to also be our customers for 2021. And if you think about it, a lot of people also have not spent much time with friends and family. So you can't you don't go abroad, Usually, to spend time with friends and family, do you? So, guess what? That is going to be a big one. People wanting to stay in serviced accommodation. Remember, it's still even that three bed property that's still competing with three hotel rooms. So, it still can work out an awful lot cheaper than staying in a hotel. And also, families are less likely to be worried about the social distancing aspect. So, you're going to get better um, capacity. You're going to get better occupancy um, with your uh, leisure bookings. So, again, you've got staycation uh, bookings and you've also got uh, people wanting to visit friends and family. So that, again, is going to increase the demand for serviced accommodation. So, leisure stays covered that. Now, point number three then, summer is definitely going to start earlier this year what do i mean by that well all experienced essay operators know that you make the most money in the summer why because you've got demand for corporates because you know corporates if you are in a decent si- enough size town or city then you will get corporate bookings all year round because people need to work all year round makes sense but also the leisure guests come into um into the picture as well. So they are literally competing with the corporates for bookings, and then therefore the night rates go up when there's more demand for something, the price of that thing goes up. So, what do what I mean by summer starting early? Well, guess what? As soon as the vaccine is rolled out, in you know, enough people have had the vaccine. I don't want to mention the C-word. <laughs> You've all had enough of that in 2021. But again, the the brakes are going to be off. The floodgates are going to open, and people are going to say, "Right, let's go now." And so, lots of restrictions. People, you know, areas will be coming out of their tier restrictions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, people are going to be you know all that pent up um, frustration and demand to be wanting to get out and go away and do something. And so, again, that's going to make the season shift. It's not going to be a normal 2020. Well, it's not going to be a normal year. <laughs> we haven't had a 2021 before, have we? Not going to be a normal year. And so, uh, you know, my prediction is that summer is going to come early and you're going to have an awful lot more demand earlier this year than in normal years because of that. Now, the other thing to consider, my fourth point, is the travel restrictions that may be imposed depending whether on whether or not people have had a vaccine or not now as you know you know you'd have to have been living under a rock not to know that there's lots of people that are anti having a vaccine you know it it at-risk people are more vulnerable to the vaccine than, you know, young, healthy people, etc. And so there, there will be people that don't want to um, take the vaccine, or they will take it as a last resort, etc. And yes, there could be travel restrictions. There could be entry restrictions for certain countries, certain destinations. There might be travel restrictions on airlines, for instance, if people can't prove that they've had a vaccine. So I'm just putting it out there. That might well make people think. Okay, fine, I will have my vacation in the UK this year. So again, it's just something to throw out there. The travel, traveling abroad, vaccine uh, conditions might also fuel the SA market in the UK. Okay, so let's talk about a few few things here. So going on to point number five. A lot of people always ask me, do you think that licensing with SA um, will come in, licensing for SA will come in? Because as as we saw with HMOs, you know, lic- licensing came in for HMOs in order to operate a license of uh, five, five or more people you needed a license, uh, an, F- uh, an HMO with five or more people you need a license, so... Would that come in? You know, no, I'm not talking about how many people are in an SA, but just running an SA, would you need a license for that? I don't think so. We we see things coming as property investors, um, quite a long way off. These things move pretty slowly and it would have to be, it would have been announced, let's face it, in 2020 that it was coming in in 2021. I think people have, have been otherwise distracted haven't they so no i don't think that we are going to need a license in order to do sa in uh, 2021 uh, but, you know what, getting a license, if, when it does come in eventually, it's not going to be a problem as long as you are future-proofed yourself and you are adhering to the normal health and safety rules and regulations around property. So, again, I always, when I'm teaching people on, on my courses, etc., I get people to go over and above in terms of adhering to things that aren't actually mandatory in SA at the moment, but they are in, say, uh, buy-to-let's. In terms of, you know, um, doing uh, gas safety inspections and and now it's necessary to get electrical safety, installation checks and things like that. So as long as you're doing those things and you've got proof of that stuff, when licensing comes in, you're going to tick all those boxes. But I do not think that um, you're going to need a license or licensing is going to come in in 2021 because my experience is these things move a lot slower than that. And so we all saw how long it took for Section 24 to come in. Well, those of us that were you know, busy property investors going back you know, 2014 when we first started hearing about it and, and it didn't come in until a couple of years ago. So absolutely, these things move pretty slowly. And licensing for HMOs, we saw that coming a long way off. These things move pretty slowly. Um, Planning, again, I do not see planning coming in or the requirement for having a specific planning permission for SA. So the most appropriate use class for whole house SA or whole apartment SA at the moment is the C3 use class. And I don't see that altering. So let's the way to think about it is a holiday let is a C3 property. Um, nine to nine times out of 100 it's a c3 property and that's ultimately how you are operating service accommodation uh, for a short-term rental okay it's like a holiday let so as hmrc is concerned that's pretty much what everybody is doing is furnish holiday let and so the most appropriate use class for that is c3 there isn't a specific one if something's really you know out of the ordinary then you you, you might be asked to do or to apply for sui generis but for most of us doing sa c3 is the most appropriate use class do i think that's going to change in 21 2021 no i don't again we see these things coming much uh, further off and so not enough noise about it for that to happen just pure speculation is all i've seen uh now don't forget so point number seven is that in march the additional stamp for purchasing investment properties is going to come back into play so that might fuel the market so you know january february it might well be fueling the market so that people can get in before that additional stamp comes back in and so again just be aware of that so what it might do is is create a slight dip in house prices or sold prices after march Okay, so again, we all see the market going up and down, don't we? And that might be something that um, causes that type of situation or artificially causes that type of situation. And then the other thing that I just want to throw out there before I see if anyone's got any uh, questions for me before I wrap this up is I've I've noticed. And again, I don't think it's going to come in in 2021, but it's something to throw out there is mortgage interest rate relief. So as most of you know, or a lot of you will know, section 24 removed the, rec- the ability to offset your mortgage interest against your rent for buy-to-lets and HMOs, okay? If they were owned in your own name, and the vast majority of properties, investment properties are owned in our own name, or property investors out there, vast majority of them are owned in in people's own name because, you know, for as long as I can remember, I've been investing in property for 29 years now. That was always the advice. It's only in recent years that um, people are being advised to buy property in a limited company. The reason being is that limited companies can still, properties owned by a limited company or owned in a limited company can still offset, uh, the limited company can still offset the mortgage interest against the rent. So that's why now that does reduce profit for buy to let and HMOs because you've got the extra costs of running a limited company and getting money out of the limited company, you know, uh, pay dividend tax and things like that. So not as good as it was, but still better than obviously, you know, being able to offset your mortgage interest. Now then, um, what I have heard on the jungle drums, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's coming in imminently. Is the possibility of the government removing the mortgage interest relief, interest rate relief, for investment properties in a limited company? Now, let's face it. There is is likely to be austerity measures, and who are who are quite easy people to hit? Landlords, you know, property investors let's face it that's what happened with section 24 so would they come after that and remove that tax benefit so if it does happen again i just want to highlight the fact that a a trained property investor can spot people that you know educate themselves and watch things like this and listen to things like this you can actually get little tips of, of wisdom and being networking with Um, uh, active property investors who keep their ear to the ground. So guess what you could do if that happened to you is you could switch the property over to serviced accommodation because serviced accommodation is trading. It is not um, classed as investment property. It's classed as a trading business. So even further away, okay, from, uh, the worry of it losing its mortgage interest relief so you could if you've got property in a limited company and it's buy to let or HMO and the government remove the mortgage interest rate relief from that you could switch it over into SA in order to still be able to offset your mortgage interest. So again, that's for you property owners out there, that that will give you another avenue. And let's face it, if they did something and remove the mortgage interest relief for SA, they, they could, again, that's gonna be even further down the lines, then guess what? We'll pivot again, won't we? We always find a way is it's not going to be a, a game changer. Again, I've been investing in property 29 years now, There's always there's been lots of pivoting going on during that time. Now, for those of you that are property owners, that's, that's something that, uh, again, you've got an out, you've got a, an avenue to go down. For those of you that um, are not property owners or you're looking to do rent to SA or SA management, again, that would be an opportunity for you because there'll be landlords out there that own property in a limited company. They don't manage the properties they don't want to manage the properties or even if they did they're managing buy to let and and hmo they wouldn't have a foggiest how to manage sa and so again you could be the outlet for them and you can be offering your services for running the properties as serviced accommodation and so again they've managed to avoid section 24. So they're constantly (laughs) trying to dodge section 24 tax. Okay, so that was my final point, my point eight, just something for you to consider. Um, Don't worry if mortgage interest rate relief is removed from limited companies because again, good old SA can come and help. So let me have a look to see if I've got any questions. So uh, Sharon's made a point. We pivot like ballerinas in pink, glittery tutus absolutely and i'm not adverse to a, a uh, you know a glittery tutu sharon absolutely you know i was uh, i was in the army for 24 years it was sort of almost mandatory to take women's clothing um on exercise with us just in case um so any other questions i'm just checking in in the community uh, before i jump on to elsewhere questions so get your questions in if you've got any. Okay, so another point here from Sharon. Most austerity measures. Best go on more holidays to claim more mileage, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Okay, guys, so hopefully everyone found that useful. My predictions for 2021. I would suggest that we stay calm and carry on and There are more positives I see than negatives. Definitely for people like yourselves, you keep your ears to the ground and you get a little uh, advance warning of where to maybe pivot in what directions in order to uh, stop the nasty tax man getting your hands on your money or whatever that might be. Cut and paste it again. How do I do SA by doing minimal work? Was that your question, Sharon? Now then. We have actually been doing this ourselves. We practice what we preach. Myself and Caroline, we have been outsourcing the management of RSAs. We've been doing joint ventures with different people and uh, stepping back. I mean, Caroline was doing most of the work. My other half, let's face it, in terms of managing the team, but we've actually been outsourcing management of RSAs. So, again, that is an easy way to be, um, you know, obviously leveraging you can scale more when you have got less operational work to do you can scale and build the portfolio greater okay especially if you're not the an operations type person you are just an acquisition person then absolutely and um again that's perfect for avoiding section 24 and claiming your capital allowances and so again i suppose i should add capital allowances in there's another additional point but capital allowances are going to become an even bigger and better thing for um, 2021 as more and more people become aware of them because absolutely when it comes to SA management and outsourcing the management of your SA's then you can also um, claim capital allowances as well as avoiding section 24 as well. With rent to SA there has to be a profit share type scenario for the owners of the properties to also claim capital allowances. Okay so That's how you can do SA uh, by doing minimal work, Sharon. How do I know? Because we now have no operational um, running of our SA's. The guest communications, all of that stuff is fully outsourced. So Caroline used to manage the team, and now we've got management people in to manage the team. Okay, so that is ultimately how you do it, Sharon. Let me have a look, scroll down to see if there's any other questions before we finish. Oh, some more questions are coming in. So, Angelo, you're welcome So Hale. Hi, Kevin. In the terms of Section 24 and mortgage interest relief, am I right? Uh, the mortgage product the landlord holds. Needs to allow for SA if it's to be run as one. OK, so it's it's totally separate. Section 24 and capital allowances it's totally irrelevant what the situation is in order to claim capital allowances. But as far as mortgage terms and conditions are concerned then yes, you need to have permission from the you need to have permission from the lender in order to do SA. So if you can't get permission from the lender in order for SA to take place on the property, you can swap to a lender that does allow SA. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. They're not connected mortgage terms and conditions with section 24 and capital allowances. I'm going to wrap up this now. I've got some other sort of uh, questions that come in, but I'm going to wrap up this now because, um, again, don't want to keep everyone too long. I don't want the podcast episode being too long. So I'll have a, I'll have a jump in and see if there's any other questions in the comments. Uh, but hopefully you found that useful, everybody. Here's to your serviced accommodation success. And remember, your future needs you. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. You can also follow me on social media and YouTube by searching The Property Soldier. Also check out my website, www.propertysoldier.co.uk, where you can learn even more about property investing and serviced accommodation.